You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. I want to make you aware that I just uploaded a new course to my Vault of Wisdom, or the Wisdom Vault. That's my membership program, and the new course is called Accurate Thinking, How to Define and Redefine Your Map of Reality. At the center of the training, at the center of the course, is a mental model that will allow you to recapture lost information. This enhances your personal communication, your communication with yourself, also your interpersonal communication with those you love and others. The marketplace, the business, clarifies you know important aspects of communication. Because at a foundational level, All our experience is a result of our internal communication and our internal interpretation of the communication out there, getting it inside our head. So I'm offering the first module free for you to preview, and you can go to yesdaniel.com forward slash courses, or just go to yesdaniel.com and there'll be a link there to access the vault. In addition to the course on accurate thinking, there's also my course, The Intuition Course, that so imaginative name, where I teach you how to access your intuition and learn to trust your inner signals, how to interpret your inner signals. There's also ongoing Q&As and trainings being added all the time. So by accessing these courses through the vault, it's the biggest bang for your buck. And if you didn't catch the link to access that free preview, The link is also in the show notes. So today on this 5-Minute Friday, I want to talk about limiting beliefs. Just what is a limiting belief? And frankly, this just came to my awareness that some people don't have a perspective or a grasp on what is a limiting belief or how it shows up in your life. So this is where I'm creating the distinction of limiting belief. Well, first, before we do that, let's talk about what a belief is. From my perspective, there is no such thing as a belief. It does not exist in time and space. You can't point to it on the wall, point to it on the floor, or pull it out of your pocket, or even pull it around in a wagon. There is no such thing as a belief. So a belief exists as an abstract concept of mind yet it governs all your behavior. So a working definition of a belief is an idea, a sentence, a statement, or a story about reality and your relationship to reality that you feel fairly certain is true. It's not necessarily true across the board. It is a personal acceptance as truth. Because you can believe things to be true that other people don't believe to be true. So a belief is a very personal idea that you've accepted as true and have a, this is a key, you have a feeling of certainty that it is true. 
There's about seven or eight ways that we form a belief, but I'll just say this, that most often a belief begins as simply an idea, a possibility that something is true about us or about reality. You could think of it as a hypothesis. And as we begin considering it as a possibility, we activate our other-than-conscious mind, our subconscious mind, and the reticular activating system takes effect. We begin sorting our environment and our experience for supporting evidence. Is this true or is it false? Most often, we start finding information or supporting evidence to support this hypothesis. And as we gather more and more evidence, we start to have this feeling of certainty that perhaps it is true. And then something happens in our experience and it kind of locks that idea in. Oh my God, it is true. So... Our beliefs are kind of shaped along the way. They're chosen by us. We inherit them other ways. We model people in our environment, in our culture. We adopt them other than consciously, almost by osmosis. Some of them are implied, but again, they are not absolutely true. We just accept them as true. So I think it's important when you consider a belief as just a concept of mind. It's an idea that on some level you've accepted as true. And so on one hand, if you can accept something as true, on the other hand, you can disqualify it or find contrary evidence and weaken that certainty. Once you start creating doubt around a belief, around an idea, whether or not it's true, you begin to loosen its hold on you. And sometimes, you know, when I've taught firewalking, Just the act of firewalking rewrites a multitude of beliefs because if you can walk on fire, that means a whole bunch of beliefs you think about yourself just aren't true. And other people have, you know, life-altering events that suddenly throw something in their face that if that's true, if that's showing up, then aspects they thought about their life, aspects they thought about themselves and other people can't be true. And so sometimes there's these crises of confidence when what we thought was true, we're suddenly aware isn't true. And now we have to formulate a new belief system and a new sense of idea. Well, I'm going down a tangent and I really just wanted to clarify what a limiting belief is. So a limiting belief is any idea, story that you have that gets in the way or stops you from fulfilling on an intention that you set out for yourself. Anything that creates doubt is a limiting belief. The flip side of that is a belief that says you can be, do, have anything you want, period. You just align your thinking, your emotions, and your actions with that intention, and it will come to pass. You cannot outperform your belief. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. Either way, you're right. That's a quote from Henry Ford. So a belief is any idea that you have a a sense of certainty is true. And a limiting belief is any idea or story that you tell yourself that stops you from making progress on your goals, outcomes, and intentions. So any limiting belief is is simply an idea. And one of the ways you can identify it is in you're not getting the results you want, Ask yourself, why am I not getting the results I want? What's the story? How do you explain 
why it is the way it is. What belief is there? It can be a variety of things. But we have limiting beliefs about how much we can do, our capacity, how much we can make, how much is possible, are we lovable, are, you know, what stops us? What stops us from having, being anything we want? There's an idea somewhere in there that limits you. Anything that is less than magnificent, anything that is less than all possible is a limitation. Virtually any belief that you have creates a limit in some way. Because once you create a commitment, once you committed to some idea in your mind, it eliminates other possibilities. So any belief we adopt or anything that we believe does imply certain limitations just by the nature of believing something. If this be true, then that means other things are not true. And at any given moment, a belief either works for you or it works against you. And if it's working against you, then it's something that can be changed. And if it's working for you, it's actually something that can be expanded upon too. So there are no limitations except your thinking around it. And if it's just a thought, just a concept, then you can alter any concept of mind just by taking a different approach. Now, it's very simple, and there are some different aspects to that. But one way to gain access to challenging a limiting belief is just so happens to be my course on accurate thinking. In fact, in my example, my mini example on YouTube, I, I talk about that limiting belief, that, that hidden belief that a lot of people have is I'm not enough. A large number of people have some version of that. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable enough. I'm not deserving enough. I'm not worthy enough. And so if we use this mental model to challenge that, there is a missing, there are missing aspects to that statement, I'm not enough. And I'll, I'll challenge it right here and now. I'm not enough what? You see, when we have that statement, I'm not enough, it is stated as fixed in time and space. It's a statement of who we are. Yet, it's really a process. I'm not enough yet. And does the idea of not being enough, does it preclude gathering any training, any development, any, any kind of expansion to where perhaps you could take on new skill, new capabilities? And so from another perspective, utilizing that linguistic model, that mental model that we use to challenge things, in the statement, I'm not enough, there is a loss performative, meaning we ask the question, according to who? You're not enough according to who? Are you assessing whether or not you're enough or not? Is it somebody else? Did somebody, did you adapt this belief from some unknown source? And are you not enough across context? Meaning that in every situation, are you not enough? If you have this, and if you say, yes, I'm, I'm not enough, do you have trouble dressing yourself? Do you, are you incapable of dressing yourself because you're not enough? You're not capable enough. Are you capable of brushing your teeth? As soon as we start finding exceptions, this generalized statement can no longer live. This generalized belief is no longer strong enough to live because the more holes you poke in it, it no longer has the strength to stand as a solid belief. So as we create more doubt in our psyche, more doubt in our experience of life, it just ain't true. But most people never challenge the statement. They just, oh, I'm not enough. 
I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable enough. It's true. Nobody wants me. Nobody? There's seven and a half billion people on the planet. Not one person wants you. See, is mo- the moment we can find an exception to the rule. It's no longer a law. It's no longer a rule that holds any weight. It has no credibility. So that's it for this distinction on limiting belief and my introduction, my reintroduction to the wisdom vault. I hope you check out the introductory lesson. It'll explain a lot of different aspects of how we create reality, how we reinforce it, and how we kind of uh, forge a map that just ain't accurate. And so in the journey of creating conscious awareness, we want to have the most accurate map of reality that we can gather, wouldn't you say? Well, until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. Mm-hmm.